All right. How are we, Ethan? How are we doing today? Chris, I'm doing awesome. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, well, I'm doing okay. We're kind of we're kind of fumbling around here to get this podcast going, um, which happens sometimes. But um, it's Monday afternoon. I got off work a little bit early, and we are able to uh, record and get this um, get in and out, get this knocked out, and I feel really good about that. Um, so yeah, I'm doing pretty good. I just cracked a seltzer. I got some um, some veggies. I'm eating from some leftovers. Uh, Love Chris, to hear that. how are you doing this Monday afternoon? I wish I was doing a little better. It's just one of those days where you don't have any any uh, extra energy other than what you need to get all of the bare minimum tasks for the day done. But that's okay because uh, this is episode 48 of the Grunge Bible podcast. And if that doesn't excite me, there's really, there's really no other hope. So <laughs> let's, hope, let's hope I get a little fired up here to talk, to talk some music with my good buddy, Ethan Shalloway. So yeah, I'm, I'm all right. I can't, yeah. I can't complain. I think this will this this thirty to fifty minutes will help. We'll be able to we'll be able to raise our energy levels because um, I do feel like you know it's February, and uh, you know we have the Super Bowl this Sunday. Last week we didn't we had the Pro Bowl yesterday, um, yeah. but it's like the first week of a weird sports lapse. Yeah, and it's kind of like you know, and then we have Valentine's Day, but then there's a break in holidays. But it's like a weird like February is kind of like in limbo for me in a lot of ways. It's always been February is like right before my season start, yep. right after winter. It can't right make up holidays. its mind what it wants to be. Is it is it winter? Yeah. Is it spring? Is it is it holiday Dude, you know time? What? Is it you know? You know what? I mean, February is. I think February is the worst month of the year. Can yeah. we can we can we agree on that? Yeah, I would. I mean, it's 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 definitely what at the else? bottom bottom for me. Yeah, I would say. I, what month is better? I mean, January is nice because you know it's a fresh start, it's a new year. Yeah, September is good. It's our birthday. Yeah, the March summer is, months. March I think, is great because you're kind of getting into the good the good stuff. And I mean, the summer summer is just a juggernaut. It's great stuff. Yeah. I love November and December. October is cool too. Yeah, yeah I think, I think cool. it's got to be February. I hate yeah. this month, man. February, if it wasn't for the fact February that my sucks. brother's birthday is this month. I, f- I fucking hate this. What would like you it. have? To, I mean, yeah, the only good things are literally the Super Bowl. Valentine's Day sucks. I think we're going to get into that. Yeah, and I then think we're going to have to. I mean, April has April's. You know, I think March, March and April are definitely better than. Oh, totally. Yeah, I, I wholeheartedly. Yeah, so we're May is great. We love May. Yes. Yeah, February yeah, sucks, fe- dude. Yeah, fuck February. So we're we're yeah. doing our best to get through it, and uh, that's yeah. that's all we can do, basically. Fuck February. Basically, yeah. fuck, fuck that. I'm and glad, also, uh, also fuck soup, naturally. Yeah. Speaking of fuck soup. <laughs> oh, speaking of fuck soup. Let's talk. Let's talk about our patrons. Actually, I got a bone to pick, Chris. All right. What's up? This is our this is our first week in like I don't know six weeks, maybe two months that we didn't pick up a new patron over uh, since our last podcast, dude. We fucking lost our streak. Yeah, it's over. We're starting. We're starting fresh. I'm kind of I'm kind of upset actually a little bit to be honest yeah. with you. I'm um, upset at the listeners. What the hell, guys? You guys <laughs> help us out here. We can't. Two bucks. We can't. And, we can't. And the crazy thing. This is the first week that uh, there's there's bonus content available for them on on I the Patreon. And uh, yeah, you know, it was like the opposite of what we were looking for. We we dropped some <laughs> new content. And people are like, no, thank you. <laughs> like we don't we don't want that. So um, you know. So maybe I we got to start. Like maybe the patrons don't. Maybe we have to make them not have access. Maybe we to- can. <laughs> Yeah, maybe we can restrict Reverse. their access. <laughs> like you don't get to listen until three days after it actually comes out, and you only get to listen to two thirds of it, and you and <laughs> you have to scavenger hunt for the last third. And we block their, we block them so they can't see our posts. 
Exactly. Yeah, I think <laughs> we would never do that. Gonna we have to be a guerrilla campaign. No, obviously not. Um, we're we're very very thankful for all of our patrons, and and if uh, if you're not one of them, there is uh, there's bonus. Help us out, dude. I cannot go. I, yeah, I can't go another week not ringing the bell, dude. This is. Yeah. I got, I got used to it, you know? And yeah, now I, I got used to it. Now I want to, space. but I can't, and it's I think hard. that's why we're not excited for this, like, as, as excited as we usually are. Yeah, I maybe. Think. Maybe this is it. But we but do yeah, anyway, have... Anyway, you were saying, you got we got new content on the Patreon for the people that join, and... Yeah, it's and, for the people. I mean, we are we are for the people, and uh, as, as much as we can be, we're, we're by the people, and uh, the most important people to us... Uh, are all of our patrons, but specifically our top-level patrons. And this week, we would like to thank the Blue Owl, Jade Mercado, Victor Schaefer, Release, Doug Endy, Wayne Staley, Rachel Coring, Millie, Alexis Shannon, Fuck Soup, What the Fuck's Up, Denny's, Jamie Lynn, Kayla Jean, our number one fan from Australia, Marianne, Sonny Mashburn, Sue, Shannon Gorgon, and Laura Nyreen. Awesome. That's still a great uh, list. See, I already feel better after reading that uh, yeah, list. Yeah, I feel better. Uh, yeah. There's a lot of comfort in those names. I've heard a lot of them for a long time. So, yeah, which is uh, great. I'm back. I'm so, back, baby. You know what we got to do? Shit, we, I'm back. We, we, we got to get right into this. There's something that yeah. I didn't think about that we didn't discuss before we hopped on, but I, I need to need to hear your opinion on this. Uh, All right, nice. The biggest news in, in grunge world recently is that uh, uh, Eddie Vedder and Nikki Six are in, in, in some sort of confrontation because Eddie Vedder nice. did an interview with the New York Times and he basically shat on Motley Crue and all of the macho hair metal bands uh, from the 80s because at the time he was working at a club um, and obviously all of these bands were coming through and he basically said that he fucking hated that whole movement. And, uh, Nikki six saw that and he was like, Oh, it's interesting. Uh, you know, considering that Pearl jam is the most boring band ever. I take it as a compliment that he didn't like us. So I, I like that. He said that Pearl jam's uh, singer. Yeah. Yeah. Eddie he didn't Vedder. say Eddie Vedder's he said name. Pearl jam's singer. Which I, thought yep. was, I thought that was, uh, clever of him <laughs> yeah so 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 what do you what do you think i mean anytime celebrities like this uh engage in fisticuffs through their words is always interesting mm-hmm. but i mean i i hate motley yeah. crew yeah. i don't know what Nikki six did in the band I, I don't think he's saying is is he a guitarist guitarist yeah oh, he oh, um fuck he him. had a he had a so we we played I, I will have to admit we played a come home or coming home or welcome home, home. home sweet home 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 sweet home is it, yeah yeah but the, I think it's just yeah. is it just called home or is it I don't know Fuck. you're asking the wrong person <laughs> yeah we I played that in the played that music and um one time and no I don't I don't like Motley Crew I think I watched the documentary on Netflix they have and it's the dirt. really people yeah, were dirt. telling people were telling me to watch this when I posted about it. I'm yeah. not gonna watch it. It's it's theatrical. I mean, it's like a you know, it's a movie. It's not really that's not really a documentary, right? But I think I fell asleep during it. It wasn't. I don't know. Well, I don't really a, care about the ringing endorsement. No, I don't yeah. either. But I, I did listen. To, I think I listened to uh, Nikki Six has a band called Six A.M. and I think I listened <laughs> to a few songs by him. Um, so what do I think about all of it? Yeah, I don't really like Motley Crue. So yeah. or that whole era. But I do. I, I was reading the comments and I saw one that I really liked. And I think I think you commented back and said that you echo what he says and he's like i don't really like motley crew but i hate like going like going back and retroactively um talking about bands that were big at a certain time and it's hard to like they, they fit in history and they were big yeah. at that time and they had a following and it makes sense for that time period and you, like you said it didn't age well and not right. everything does age not well, everything, so. well you, you could make the contention that a lot like of the that. stuff from the early 90s didn't age well 
Um, yeah. I mean, Eddie Eddie Vedder, I, I think he kind of looks back, and there was there was he went he visited the BBC once, and they played back for him a clip of him in 1992, and he was like, "This is the most embarrassing thing in the world." So I think everybody yeah. feels that way, and and, and it's definitely true. Um, but for me, I you know, Motley Crue. <laughs> It doesn't do it for me. So a couple of episodes ago, we proclaimed that uh, the Grunge Bible podcast is a collective soul safe zone. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we can also declare that the Grunge Bible <laughs> podcast is a Motley Crue slander zone. <laughs> Are you okay yeah, with that? O- open slander. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I thought that, I thought that was funny that you posted that. It was a, it was a solid meme. Oh, uh, yeah. The wrestlers. That was that was great. That was, that was some of my best work recently. And then a lot is much. Yeah, I, I like the people that said that they were both right, because <laughs> like, <laughs> which I thought was funny. Because I mean, you know, Ed, Eddie's releasing some of his new stuff that doesn't do it for us, and maybe maybe he's re- referring to the new stuff, right? But and then you know, Motley Crue. I don't know what he's doing right now. If they're but they suck. So that's I don't yeah, know. That... I, I it's, some people are like I like them both. Some people are like they both suck. It's like there's everybody thinks that there's something for um, everybody, man. Yeah, exactly. I would say there's people on every side of the fence, I guess. There's something for everyone, and there's also people out there that won't find anything for them because they're they have their own issues. And there's some people who just enjoy to not like things more than they enjoy liking things. And and there's definitely people on the page um, who have yeah who have spoken to who seem they only to comment hold they only view. comment when they can be negative. Yeah, I mean that's. Yeah. It's negative and that, energy, man. And yeah, and that's no good. If if you're if you're only commenting when you're doing the negative stuff, um, you know, comment when you like stuff because uh, you got to balance fun, you'll out. You'll be happier. Yeah, balance out your life. It'll help. Positive, Unc- negative. Unclench dude. that jaw a little bit. Relax. Yeah, breathe in, breathe out. <laughs> you got to take a load <laughs> off. We're just gonna see how many music references we can make towards being relaxed. <laughs> Relax. Don't do it. <laughs> That's the old seven, the old uh, like disco pop song, or it's called "Relax" by I don't know. It's uh, in Zoolander, and they this Casey and the Sunshine Band. It might <laughs> I don't be. Know. Yeah. That's anyway, a blind spot for I'm me. glad you brought that up because uh, I guess that's you know that's what's rocking in the it's current the events, grunt, and we have current, to report yeah, on current, current events. events. <laughs> current events, exactly. Uh, so there's another topic good. that I, I've been meaning to ask you for the last. 47 episodes i guess seeing that this is episode 48 i can't believe this wasn't our first episode yeah i'm yeah i'm, I'm a little upset and this is also current events in a way because they are still very current and very eventful um but ethan something something that we've had on the page for a long long time is the tenet that mud honey is the only real grunge band and i don't think we've ever really explained it so i can think of no better time than the worst right month of the year in this malaise of a winter that we're having, uh, you know, let's let's get into it. Why why so kick why up mud some honey? Dirt. Yeah, what's kick up what's, some going, dirt what's going on with this mud honey thing? Well, mud honey is the only real grunge band, and I think that stemmed from uh, our original conversation with Kafara, correct? I believe so. And I there's think, a lot of people who hold this point of view. Yeah, I think once it was said a few times, people were like, "Yeah," and basically. Um, I think that, you know, because people talk about the genre so much and they get so picky about who's grunge and is it, you know, time frame? Is it Seattle specifically? Is it only four or five bands? Is it only the first few bands? And they're like so, you know, like, oh, yeah, Nirvana was, you know, pop, punk and 
Alice Chains is heavy metal and, you know, alt rock and stuff. So um, Kafaro said it best. He's like, you know, it's like, fuck all that. Mud Honey is the only real grunge band, if you ask me. And we're like, yeah, we're like, that makes so much sense. And Mark, Mark had, I think, an incredible influence on a lot of the people. So yeah, he kind of like, I think that there's a lot of revere for him and like everybody likes him right all the guys like mark Arm. yeah it, it's never seemed that uh there's been anybody who's really cast stones at him and and for example um eddie vetter's on record is saying that mark arm and mud honey were supremely influential same thing with nirvana and those were the two bands that i think more often than not people pitted against one another because of the 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 differentiation between the two front men and just the stylistic uh, differences between those bands. So, I mean, if they're drawing from the same thing, um, I mean, what is, what does that tell you? And, and Mark Arm definitely seems to be the uh, kind of unsung elder statesman because he's still out there. He's still making music. And I mean, even going back to green river in the early eighties, I think that the yeah. one commonality is the people who were there at the beginning seem to have all at one point or another created music or played together in some way, shape or form. And I mean, Mark was there right at the beginning and I just think their music was, was and still is just that perfect encapsulation of just that raw, perfect, you know, sprinkling of the punk the rock i mean er everything is in it and and really i think you can make a you can make a you can make a serpentine connection between pretty much everything that's come from the grunge scene right right back to mud honey i mean their their records and 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 their music and the their playing and their stage presence i mean it's all it's all there yeah i think that Mark Arm is an incredible frontman too, and I, I love yeah. I love that I think that he is a great frontman for the genre, and it also became where we would post stuff, and I think we wanted to branch out and maybe post bands that people didn't see as you know grunge, and yeah. uh, that was an uh, that was a great you know a great flex seal to slap on there too <laughs> in the comments and be like mud honey is the only thing you got going <laughs> yeah. wrong because because originally we used to test the waters like we we dip our toe in with like a derivative band like the Red Hot Chili Peppers or something that were active around that time. And people are like, that's not really grunge. And the easiest thing, like you said, it's like, well, of course they're not because the only band that's actually grunge is Mud Honey. And, and, and I, I mean, I oh, agree with okay, that. That's you know? right. Yeah. <laughs> and they can't, they can't get upset at that. So then at this point we can get away, we can post Billie Eilish as we have. And people are like, this isn't grunge. And we're like, yeah, you're right. Cause Mark yeah. arms, I don't see Mark arm. Where is he? He's not on the stage. Yeah. <laughs> He's not playing. Dude, my favorite is, I mean, just recently I posted a Prince and they're like, is Prince grunge? And I'm like. It's like, you know like, better than that. You're, you're just asking that to be an asshole. Of course funny, he's like, not. Pe yeah, people are like, this isn't grunge or Prince is not grunge. And it's like, no, I never said it was. I guess right. it's in, in fact, our name. We, we, like, we, say, we say in the caption a hundred times out of a hundred that it's not. Pretty much, yeah. Like usually, it's like hashtag. But, pe like, hey, but people, just, people know. don't people don't read. Obviously, I don't even like. I don't even like saying that. Like, I just love the people. No. Like, wait, is this grunge? Like, no, it doesn't fucking no, matter. It's, it's Prince. I don't like. You guys, you guys follow this page. You should know what grunge is. But uh, right, they just, exactly. They just, you, they just want to see it. You know, that, that's the problem. And, and they don't. People don't need our validation of what is and what isn't. Um, because it doesn't matter. And, and I think that's the it's thing. Like bad deductive reasoning on their part. Yeah, it, it doesn't make any <laughs> sense. And, and that's like, in my opinion, one of the most, I hate saying this, but one of the most grunge things. It doesn't fucking matter. And it's like going back to Mudhoney and, and how they play live. It's not about the musical proficiency and hitting every note. It's about the energy that you derive from live music. And 
sometimes to to give that energy and to into you know put it out into the world you're going to be a little rough around the edges you're going to play oh, yeah. a little loose um a little fuzzy that's just what happens and and that's important i, I think that's a great lesson that sometimes the emotion is more important than the technical proficiency or the display of technical proficiency. And, and, and for me, that's what music's about. I don't give a shit. I don't, I don't know music theory. I don't know if things sound correctly or not, but I know if, if there's emotion behind it and there's meaning behind it. And that's, that's why I love Mudhoney because they, they, they give it, they give what they have. Yeah. And just like you said, um, you know, grunge is not being, clean it's being a little distorted and you're not I mean, allowed let, to shower basically i mean super you know they're 1988 super fuzz big muff dude that right there i mean that's it that that started grunge right if i had there. to show the I, aliens what grunge was I, i'm giving them the super fuzz big muff so you believe in aliens chris <laughs> <laughs> i live with them <laughs> wait let's we got tom DeLong coming in to talk about yeah, aliens. A special <laughs> guest <laughs> he's gonna roll away love, the stone i would love to talk to tom about aliens he loves i would he's, i would he's, love he's that. on record he's on record i i i don't know if i believe in aliens but you know olympus mons there's a big there's a big place on mars that we need to go to <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the apparently. Mountain that, the mountain that we talked about on the uh, the podcast. The Patreon but. exclusive episode. Ugh. That's probably not a great endorsement of the special, but I don't, I don't fucking care. Maybe if you want to hear something about Olympus Mons, yeah. become a patron. Exactly. That's that's the that's the, I'm uh, glad. that's the nugget of all nuggets right there. I'm glad we got that off, uh, got that out in the opening. And I think we have maybe touched upon it um, yeah. in a podcast. But this was maybe a good not. dissection of it. So my I think it's a good reminder. We need to talk about that yes. like every couple of weeks. Just be like, hey, it's just, you know, PSA, a little reminder. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mud Honey is the only real grunge band. So um, yeah, you know, it's, pull it's, out the it's first album essential. and play it. Yeah. It's like brushing your teeth in the morning or doing your, your rights in the morning. You just have to, uh, you just have yeah. to acknowledge it. <laughs> this is exactly and that's what you have right. to do. So if Mud Honey... We both agree, obviously. Who, 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 in your mind would be the runner-up for that? For the next in line for the real grunge yeah. band? Yeah. Well, based off of, I mean, it, my gut reaction when you asked, I wanted to say the Melvins and mm-hmm. Buzz <laughs> for, you know, not just because they're really, I don't know, loud and mm-hmm. kind of un, not they're. I don't know. They're crazy in a lot of yeah. ways. I just, I just picked the Melvins and right behind Mud Honey, um, but I don't think I don't think Buzz and Mark Arm are actually friends. I think no. Buzz, Buzz seems to have uh, sparred with a lot of the individuals <laughs> from the scene, so I, I don't really know uh, mm-hmm. what that what that looks like. I know that I do um, like. Yeah. Oh, I was gonna say I do like to th- I do like putting Mother Love Bone. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like Andrew, like when I think of like grunge, I think I think the front men are really important. Like I need like having a really notable frontman. So I don't know. I always think about mother love bone yeah. um, at the origin. Cause you know, they were before a lot of the other yeah. bands. It's crazy. Cause they had too. a lot of glam in there too. I mean, they, uh-huh. they did, you know, I don't know. And that's not something that I generally like, <laughs> right? Uh, but it's funny how labels can make you, because I don't know if, if, if I just heard mother love bone without having known that this was what Pearl jam was before Pearl jam. And there was this guy, Andrew Wood, and they were incredible. Um, I don't know if I would like it as much. You know, the la- labels are powerful as much as I hate them. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I definitely say it's Mother Love Bones in that equation. I think I would I would say Nirvana are the runner-ups because out of all of the bands that 
broke mainstream. I, I do think the Nirvana had all of those characteristics, you know, the energy, the punk influences, and just like the I don't give a fuck type thing. To I heard go a on. good um I heard a good uh take the other day that said like the nineties started when Nevermind like dropped and and mm. like smells like Teen Spirit. Like that was that was when the nineties began. Like even the beginning of the decade was, you know, basically just a pour over of the eighties until that yeah. happened and that changed everything. I thought yeah. that was kinda cool. Well collectively the entire movement uh, was able to unseat Guns N' Roses. So that's uh, that's something I am forever indebted to. You know, Nirvana might not be my favorite of the Seattle bands, but uh, I appreciate them for knocking Guns N' Roses off of the top spot of the rock and roll world of the early 90s. Yeah. And I'm just glad that, um, you know, the Beatles are not making music anymore. <laughs> had to get that last one in that, there. <laughs> have, have, have we blatantly said, I can't remember all the episodes run into one. Have we blatantly said that, that we don't like the Beatles? <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure we have. I'm pretty sure. We, well, you know what? Just like you need to be reminded that Mud Honey's the only grunge band, you need to be reminded that Chris and Ethan don't like the Beatles. <laughs> yeah. that that we were, t- we were actually brainstorming. Like we have Mud Honey is the only real grunge band. Then we have like Into the Flood again. That became our, our stick for a long time. And uh, we kind of want to move into this Beatles hate area <laughs> that is, you know, I think it has a pretty big following for whatever reason. And we could probably yeah, get away with it. there's a big subset of the internet that is fully on board with the Beatles slander. Yeah. So we don't have a tagline. Well, we do have a tagline, but it's kind of dark <laughs> so so yeah i don't i don't know really necessarily why we had to bring that up right now but um you know it's important and it's something that has to be acknowledged we just we don't like it we're not saying that it's wrong for, for other people to like it but it just doesn't it doesn't wind my clock it doesn't wind your clock exactly so so let's move on let's the, yeah what's the <laughs> let's, name? Let's, let's let's move away from this area yeah before we get ourselves in trouble. Yeah. <clears throat> but that's not possible. Maybe it is, but hopefully not. Maybe. Okay. What's next, Chris? Uh, well, I know. Yeah. I think you know. Something I need well, to talk should we about. Well, should we go uh, on the calendar, what's next? Sunday? Yeah, let's, let's go on the calendar, what's next. Okay. So um, this coming Sunday is Super Bowl Sunday. Yeah. And pretty big. Pretty big in the U.S., obviously. This is the most watched sporting event, right, out of all the championships, 100%. Oh, without a doubt. And, yeah, and, without and, a doubt. and the thing about it is I don't care whether or not you like football or you don't like football. The day afterwards should be a day off. I totally agree. Like, there's, you're yeah. not getting anything done because, I mean, chances are if you're not – if you're a fan of football, you're going to be watching the game. If you're not a fan of football, you still might be watching the game. If you're not watching the game, who cares? You get a day off because – you, you should. You need more and, days. Yeah, need more days off. Yeah, it's important. What, what better time than the Super Bowl? And we're, I think we're right into the, uh, like, this is the big, after Valentine's Day, which is next, like, it's the most time without a holiday, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, well, we have, uh, in the United States, we have President's Day uh, the following Monday, actually. <laughs> so we're, oh. we're, we're, we're pretty close. But then, 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 we're, then we go for a little while without anything, unless, uh, I mean, depending on your estimations of... Uh, St. Patrick's Day, St. Joseph's Day, and uh, Mardi Gras. None, none of none of those are uh, you know days out of work holidays. So yeah. Anyway, so we got the Super Bowl chances. So yeah. we got the Super Bowl coming up on Sunday, and uh, Chris and I we are Patriot fans and Chiefs fans, and uh, after last week, uh, you know, 
the Chiefs, my Chiefs got eliminated, and it really sucked. Yeah. That was honestly the way it happened. I was watching, and just because we had such a collapse, like I was numb, and like by the time we lost, I was like, yeah, we didn't deserve to win that, and I wasn't even that mad. Like we we blew it. It wasn't like we played a really good game. Like if we would have lost to, it would have been harder to be a Bills fan and lose the way they lost than to blow yeah, it. Totally. And I know that, and I know that doesn't like it doesn't really make sense, but as a fan watching it, like I was numb. I didn't really care. I was like, whatever. Like this season, like I, I don't know. I was so done with it. Move on. But yeah, by the time we blew the lead, and I just couldn't imagine being a Falcons fan back in the Super Bowl <laughs> <laughs> when they gave up twenty five point lead. Yeah, it's always really funny to me, um, coming from you know my perspective where I am. I am a sports fan. Isn't it crazy how we invest so much of our our um, emotions into things that we have mm-hmm. positively zero control over? And the crazy mm-hmm. thing too. So we were both college athletes, and you were to this day a high level athlete competing professionally. Um, it's really interesting to me when people get upset, and something whenever I've ever been upset that kind of makes everything make sense is number one, my life is still the same no matter what happens. And number two, if you're a fan of a sports team, you're not going to feel nearly as bad as the people who are actually on that sports team if they lose. And and yeah. I don't know if it was just from my experiences being a college athlete and knowing people who have competed and compete in various professional capacities, just kind of putting it in perspective. But it, it always is funny when, um, I mean, I do it too. Uh, that's just how strange it is that you place well, a lot of emotions into into yeah. it and you have you have no control over it. Yeah, and I think that, um, well, two things. One, one thing that always helps me is, yeah, as soon as we lost, I thought, well, at least I'm not a Bills fan and lost the week before. <laughs> it could always because be it, worse. Yeah, well, at the end of the day, one team wins and that's the harsh that's reality of sports and that type where like one person wins and everybody else has to suffer defeat so um you know misery loves company you know you can just kind of sure does man yeah and um and the other thing that i believe pulls us to sports is exactly that chris is like the emotional roller coaster because i was like why do i invest so much it's like well because we like the highs and lows it's kind of like gambling like the rush of like going up and down is in two and a half hours three hours of watching a game um is good and i always like it's it's a simple fact of like i'm i'm happy that i'm passionate enough about something to be upset about it yeah. you know like like if, if if nothing upsets you in life or nothing gets you really excited and have some pride then um that's no fun either so yeah. i'm always like i just think that sports does an excellent job of that highs and lows you take the lead you lose the lead there's like all these momentum shifts and you don't see that in like you know businesses like you know i mean you do see that but like some stuff that takes like longer. So it happens so fast. And I think that immediacy is like, it's a lot of fun. I mean, that's just like a really raw emotional like charge that I I appreciate a ton. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing because you couldn't do that with your job or your business venture or whatever, because you couldn't be that reckless or whatever. And you couldn't, yeah, I mean, if you lose, <laughs> the consequences are very real. Whereas, you know, if your sports team loses, the consequences aren't particularly real for you if you're just a fan and you haven't yeah. invested a lot of money betting one way or the other or whatever. Um, but yeah, it's it's always interesting. I, I think it's fun. I, I never understood the people that judge or looked at. I mean, we all we all have the things that we enjoy and the things that we look forward to. Yeah, you have to 
And I don't if if some if you look forward to something, it doesn't matter if it's as long as it's not hurting anybody. If it's it doesn't matter yeah. what other people think or if it's lame or if it's not cool or if it's stupid. Who cares? If you enjoy it, it's fun. Um, yeah. There is one thing though that I'm willing to judge about that I don't enjoy, and I don't think you enjoy either. What is it? Valentine's Day. Oh, yes. Well, I yeah. This is the worst part about the month, February. I mean, yeah. this is you're this at the is halfway why Feb- point. You're, this you're is getting why February no reprieves. This is why February sucks. And so, all right, you know, disclaimer: Chris and I are both single, so of course we're just the angry single. Do. Of course, we're just the angry single people who hate Valentine's Day because we don't get to spend it with other people. But no, that's not why. Honestly, I hate man, like Valentine's no, Day. I, I've hated that's it when why. I've been in relationships. Don't, don't <laughs> I hate it more? It's worse. It's worse because <laughs> you have obligations. You have to. You have to go to a packed dinner spot because yeah. that's just what you do, and you have to prove. You have to prove certain things on one certain days. I hate it because it's a made-up holiday that, um, just kind of yeah it's a money grab it's, it's a, money a money grab, grab it takes, man. and it takes it takes love and i don't know it just transforms it into a dumb money-making beast and that's not how relationships should be valued and, and approached and it's all bullshit it's all yeah. bullshit it's the, the same reason why frank costanza founded festivus because christmas was a according to him it was a commercialized scam i mean that's that's what's going on here and that's the thing they hit you with christmas in december and then we're not even two full months away and the next thing you know we got valentine's day and then depending on when your significant other's birthday is i mean you could get hit you get hit three times in two months yeah oh it's 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 tough sledding and 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 i don't you know i'm not Chris. what do you do if um you have say a significant other other that has a birthday say february 13th or you know or the, or what if it's on valentine's day or what if it's on christmas what if they double up that's the thing so i've I, i've known of a couple of people that have christmas birthdays or 23rd 24th 26th or 28th or whatever yeah. and there doesn't seem to be a consensus on what the thing to do is i i know, I know. some of them roll it all into one some of them have separate things um it's so hard yeah, I, 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 I hope so to never find myself that in that situation. And, and, and honestly, Ethan, I think moving forward, I'm going to vet my my potential significant others based off of uh, their proximity, their birthday's proximities to to Christmas and Valentine's Day. Because that's, 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 that's a tough gig, man. I mean... Yeah, dude. Because that's the you thing. Gotta, what, one, you got to compete with Jesus and his yeah. birthday. How do you and then do two, that? You gotta, and then two, everybody's selfish. So on Valentine's Day, no one's going to want to celebrate. They're just going to celebrate their own relationship. Right. And people are selfish. So Yeah. Everyone's selfish. I'm selfish. You know, yeah. and, and the problem, too, is if you're in the long haul, if you, if you crush it with your gift for your significant other, for anybody, if you crush it for Christmas... You you set a standard for yourself, and you have that's a tough act to follow. If you really knock it out of the park, and it's like you're flying too close to the sun, what are you what are you gonna do? If, if some something's got to give, something's, something's got to give, and and I I don't I don't know the the commercialized aspect of it is, it's a drag for me. It is a drag. It's a drag, man. It's a drag, and I don't think that, um, I think that if I was in the situation with a significant other. I would 1000% uh, celebrate like a half birthday, like to the extreme, because I like doing stuff for people and I would want the distinction for them. And, and I wouldn't want to have to um, feel like, like if it was Christmas to do 
like double everything. Like that yeah. it also does like you can't go out to eat twice and I don't know, it's not a special. So I think I would be like, all right, in July, you know, we're gonna do something special. Making your own holiday. Yeah, make I'm gonna make my own holiday. Yeah, exactly. I think half birthdays are maybe a little underused, actually. I, I I've never used one, so maybe maybe yeah. that's what's missing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Maybe we have the I same think... half birthday, Ethan. Yeah, what is it? The third, so March. March twenty eighth? Yeah. March twenty eighth is our half birthday. Thank God it's not in February, dude. I know. Oz. That'd be Oh, it'd be a leap year. Tough. Not this year, but February twenty eighth. No, I guess not. not. 29th, yeah. That'd be that'd be a problem. <laughs> is it a leap year? Last year? Next year. I don't know. I'm all messed up with that. It's, I think it's next year. No. So Chris and I it's it's the twenty I think it was twenty twenty was a leap year. Yeah, twenty twenty four is the next one. So Chris and I do not like Valentine's Day. Yeah, we don't. So you got no plans, huh? I have no plans. It's a Monday too. What are you, you going to do on a Monday? I think it's Tuesday. Is it, is it Monday? No, today's the seventh. Wow, yeah. it is Monday. So, yeah, it's a week <laughs> from today, and it's a couple days after this the show comes out. One day after the Super Bowl. Yeah, that's a tough act to follow the Super so, Bowl. Oh yeah, um, I did have one more thing about the Super Bowl. Yeah, what's uh, up? we won't give away our picks. <laughs> yeah, I can't do that. But uh, do you know who's playing? Do you know who play, who's playing the halftime show? Yes, I do. There's a big conglomeration. Yeah, yeah. This is gonna be. It's gonna be um, Eminem, Snoop Dogg, Mary J. Blige. It's supposed Dre's to be, like gonna a, be there too. I think. Yeah, a big a big ode to uh, hip hop and all the years. That's super and I cool. Think, I'm, I'm excited about that. I, I, I think love that's Snoop. gonna be. Yeah, love I Snoop. do too. I think that's gonna be really. Um, I don't know. Really, I'm really excited to see what they do. I think they've been putting a lot of work into this because of some of the people that have passed away, and yeah. and I think it's the first. I think it's the first time that um hip hop artists are going to do the halftime show. I think usually it's I th- I think that's what they said like this I is the first so. time. I think so. I know I know the weekend is surprising. Done it. Beyonce's done it before, Bruno mm-hmm. Mars has done it, um Lady Gaga's done it recently. Um but I I think in terms of like a strictly hip hop and not yeah. not, you know, sprinkling with pop, I think you're right. Um yeah. so that's that's going to be super cool. I'm looking forward to that. Get to see Eminem. It'll be cool. I'm yeah, I think all I think they're gonna do man. a lot of they're gonna do a lot of old stuff. Yeah. Yeah. What it's is tough. your um off the top of your head? What is your favorite um, halftime performance for a Super Bowl oh, over the a, years? There's a few of them. Um. So so Prince in the Rain at Super yep. Bowl forty one. Oh seven. Yeah. Yeah. Oh seven. Uh. Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band. Uh. Bruce played it with his band in two thousand nine Super Bowl forty three. That was super awesome. Um. The Stones did it at Super Bowl Forty. Um, Tom Petty did it. I forget the year, but I think my favorites either got to be Bruce Springsteen or Prince. Wow, that was pretty good. You named off like five. I'm kind of impressed. Yeah, I, I went so, through this phase where I, I watched a lot of them repeatedly. Um, wow. So that's 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 kind of how I know. YouTube was kind of cool uh, in 2002 because it was right after 9/11 and they did a tribute. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like U2. I know a lot of people. It's it's popular to not like U2, but I yeah. like U2. Yeah, I, I do like too. Bono. I like The Edge. Yeah, I think um, I do really like Prince and what what he did. Obviously, you make it rain harder. Yeah, dude, that's iconic and um, and it's such a big. That was such a big like song and moment and people do that I don't know, that song just feel like it just filled the air incredibly yeah. anyway um 
I know. I think I think Red Hot Chili Peppers played, and they did a really good job. They actually. did. I for, I forget when they. That did, was a while ago too. I was a young. long time. It's been a while since a rock band has uh, yeah. has done it. They've all been pop acts. I have to say, Lady Gaga's was very, very, yep. very impressive. She's great. She's incredible. She's a performer. Yeah, yeah she's. She is. I mean, that's what. That's so the best about. way to describe her a performer. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't have anything like anything that really. So do you? So you sit down and watch the Super Bowl halftime show every year. You don't get up. No, I don't. I mean, the commercial breaks long enough. You can get up and get whatever you need. But people like the commercials. Look, I mean, the commercials. I don't really haven't give been a shit good about in, commercials anymore. Yeah, they're dumb. They haven't been good in eight years. Or something. No, they're all going to be about NFTs this year, probably. Fuck. <laughs> fuck what's going uh, on NFTs. with that? NFTs. You know. So fuck. It's not my. It's not my area. So I'll stay out of it. So Mud Honey is the only real grunge band. Chris and Ethan hate Valentine's Day, and, and Motley Crue, and John and, Lennon, and yes, yes. The big three, the Mount Rushmore. We should do a Mount Rushmore of, of what Grunge Bible hates. Yep. Um, and we can also do a Mount Rushmore of, of what we love. You know, we're That's we're gonna equal fun out, now, obviously. Yeah. And um, yeah. So that's the way it goes. That's the way she goes. Yeah. The way of the road, as they say. Yeah. And I think I the think... last stop on this road would be song of the week as we get ready to close this episode down. I've had a, I had a hard time deciding my song of the week, so I'm going to defer to you and uh, hope that divine intervention will strike me before it's my my turn. I love it. Um, I will just I'm just going to go ahead and and bring up that I've been listening to a lot of Goose. I've been I've been Again? saying this the last couple, Chris. I the think this Goose is, Dynasty, dude. I, I I just had to bring it up. I'm not using any. I'm not using one of their songs for my song of the week. But I just want to say I've been oh, jamming. Yeah. I've been listening to their music. And I've, I've just started watching some of their, they have some of their live performances on Spotify. So I've been listening to them. Oh, yeah. But I am, I began to wa- start watching videos on YouTube. I don't know if that's the first step, but um, I'm, I'm very. Certainly one of the steps. I'm, I'm very uh, in shallow waters. I'm just getting in. But dude, I've been, I've been doing it, man. I'm figuring, I'm trying to figure out this whole jam band scene. Um, and it's pretty good. Yeah, you're, um, you're working very hard. And that's, I did, very, that's very admirable. This is one of the hardest things I've ever done, Chris. <laughs> it took a special band, dude. It, it, man, Fish and and the Grateful Dead were so tough. Um, so I've been also listening to a lot of rap lately. Okay. Um, it's really like a lot of little Uzi Vert for all the rappers, uh, mm-hmm. rapper fans out there. But I've also simultaneously, so my yeah, my big three are now jam bands, rap, and then uh, emo rock and roll and we've been kind of sending some stuff back and forth and it's been known to make an appearance on uh, song of the week quite often so yeah. this this week's song of the week is a classic a throwback to um one of the bands that we grew up with um in taking back sunday okay. and i'm just gonna go with the classic liar liar um it's just so good to blare in the car and i've been just you know singing the chorus and I don't know. It's just been kind of running through that album the last few days on on the job, and I've been loving it. So, "Liar, Liar" by Taking Back Sunday has really been doing it for me lately. That's great. I'm really happy yeah. to hear that. <laughs> yeah, man, it's it's pretty fun. They also have a great one, you know, "Make Damn Sure." We love that. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, they're good. They're they're solid. They're one. They were one of my more my favorite kind of alt emo bands when you know the early 2010s and whatnot. So. Yeah, that's good. All right, you're up. Do you have a uh, have you made a de- made a distinctive? I've yeah, I've I've made a decision. I'm not uh, I'm not particularly happy about it. I, I'm 
I usually <laughs> I usually have a lot more gusto when it comes to song of the week. Uh, I just I just don't have it right now. So I'm gonna go back to the last um, the last thing that I've I felt a good good bit of gusto about because there was um, there was a song recently that I listened that uh, kind of hit me a little hard. But we're we're gonna we're gonna change lanes from that. Um, but for my song of the week, <laughs> I'm gonna go <laughs> with "Sister Golden Hair" by America. Um, wow. Last week, last week I uh, I helped one of my cousins move into their new apartment, uh, move into his new apartment, and um, that was after work, so it was late night. I got home and I was super tired, and I was driving home, and "Sister Golden Hair" came on, and it was exactly what I needed at the time. Uh, you know the. The gentleman from the band America just sang it to me. It's 70s, 70s easy listening, man. That's always some good stuff. So I, I decided I got home. It was freezing outside. I came upstairs, took a nice warm shower, had an ice cold shower beer, and I listened to Sister Golden Hair on repeat. And uh, it was a, it was nice. It was what I needed. So that's gonna be my song of the week. That's amazing. And you yeah, know, turning back, I time. was actually, I thought about that the other day because I was like, we were talking about all the early 2010s and yeah. 2000s rock and stuff. And I was like, man, I was just thinking about the, you know, the decades. And I was like, man, I haven't listened to the 70s feel good California rock and roll. I used to listen to it a lot too. Oh, I, ha- yeah. I haven't in a long time. And, well, that's and that I night saying. I did. I think, yeah, we, we used to, I mean, that was, we lived in that genre for a long time. I mean, long you know, time. And I listened to it a ton with like back home with my yeah. dad loves that music. So um, I feel like I need to return. Yeah. I need to enter back in and, kind of get into that feel because nothing better dude nothing better than i know we all hate the fucking eagles but nothing better than listening to some eagles on a beautiful sunny day yeah (laughs) you just got you take it easy or new kid in town or i mean there's 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 way too many of them to to even just start name dropping they're they're a great band and there's a lot of good stuff there that's that's what i'm gonna do after i get off this uh this recording i'm gonna listen to some 70s i'm listening to america for sure that sounds like horse with no name yeah that's really great. great. Um, awesome. So right. that wraps her up. I think that that takes care of this this week's episode. Yep. Um, we're very thankful to have you guys listening all the way to the end. You guys are the real uh, the real troopers. Um, thank you. I want to give a special thanks to our producer, Drew McFadden. You do an excellent job with this. And Chris, we'll be back next week, same time, same place. As a matter of fact, we will. All right, everybody. Get out of here. <laughs> we'll see you later. See you later, knuckleheads. Rock and roll. (laughs) And, um, but the other thing is, oh, what was I going to say? Um, shoot, I'm blanking. Uh, come back to me. <laughs> Hold on. Oh, it hurts. It's like a brain freeze. I'm like my my. It's like a brain freeze. My head. Like I completely. Um, can you just make up something that, that the other thing is? Because I was saying like you have no control over it, whatever. And oh, I know what I was gonna say. Okay. Okay. You just go in with, and the other thing is. Yeah. And the other thing that I believe. <laughs>